Welcome, everybody, to the Reflex Blue Show. I'm your host, Donovan Beery, and recording from day one of the How Design Live conference here in Chicago. Um, where the, the exhibit hall is, is open just minutes ago, and it's, it's, it's packed in here, but, but I have with me Sabine from Paper Specs. Sabine, how are you doing? I'm very inspired, very designed. And, and now Paper Specs, it, it's paperspecs, S-P-E-C-S dot com. Yep, paper like paper and specs like specifications. And and you guys have have a great thing where you show like inspiration, you show what people can do with paper. You also have things where people, what happens if someone subscribes to it? What, what additional things do they get other than what they see by just going to the site right now? So we do have a lot of free stuff, a lot of free inspirational stuff, but we also have membership levels. We're just launching our own magazine, which, oh my God, I shouldn't have told you because we're launching it tomorrow. So well, well, in this out. case, no, no. In this case, it's we it actually launched next week, so so you don't have to worry. But but now you guys have two different covers, and, and it's and it's I guess it's top to bottom foiled, right? Is that correct? So one of the printing trends, I'm, and I'm going to be speaking on Thursday here about the hot design trends and hot printing trends, and one of them is foil. Believe it or not, foil is incredibly hot, and we launched our own magazine and. Because it's a new medium for us, we haven't digitally printed on foil before, we figured well, let's play with a few covers and see which one looks best. Has foil ever not been hot? Yeah. Really? Because I've always loved foil. I just well, never get to use it. you are exceptional. You are exceptional way ahead of the curve, while many designers have not realized how hot foil is. Right? And especially foil as a substrate, not just foil stamping. So foil stamping has always been good, but it was very complex. You needed a die and all these things. But now using foil as a substrate, and basically our magazine cover is completely foil, and then we're printing on top of it. Oh, so how does that work? Like you don't have to get a you don't have to get a die made at all. They no, can they can nothing. just print it different. Nothing. It's completely different. This is you buy a foil substrate, and you print CMYK or plus white in our case on top, and it looks stunning. And they will look so stunning, we couldn't make up our mind which cover design we like better. So ultimately, we printed both. And that's what pretty cool. What do good designers do? We took a vote. We couldn't make up our mind, so we're printing both. Might as well. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting one of these magazines because you're launching it. It's actually at, at, a, at a, a special party. Yes. And I think you guys are also raising funds for Justin Aaron's Wheels for Water. Yes, we do. We're a big supporter of Wheels for Water, have been for years. So we're asking people if they're so inclined to support the cause as well. Okay, well, Sabine, we look forward to seeing this magazine. I look forward to your party tomorrow. Thank you very See much. You for, thank you very much for supporting design and also for, for bringing foil back. Anytime. All right, we've made it over to the 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 main the main exhibit here. This is this is the wheels main exhibit at How Live. You know, we're the official social cause of How Live. Yeah, and this is we got we got with us Justin Aaron's from Justin Aaron's from Wheels for Water. Have I I think we've met once once or twice. And and we just talked to Sabine who's actually hosting a party supporting your cause as well. Yes, yes, they are. They're they were so gracious to have any ticket Money that was given go right to our cause, which is great because forty dollars gives someone water for life. So uh, any any um, amount is is and that's and that's clean good water. No, that's clean good water. Yeah, safe water, sanitation, hygiene, education. Yeah. And and wheels for water. You guys were just on the main stage. How how is actually donated? You got you got the big check. Got the big check. I never got one of those before. I was very excited. I didn't know. I got to design one once for Doug Flutie to hand out, but I've never gotten one myself either. Oh, what Doug Flutie? Tell me this really quick. 
a client I worked with had, was doing a promotion with Doug Flutie for like a Father's Day promotion, and so yeah. I got to design a check for like a thousand dollars that Doug Flutie got a hand to somebody. Okay, well that's that's reasonably exciting. Did you get to meet Doug Flutie? No, but they made two okay, copies of the. It's terrible then. They made two it's, copies yeah. of the check, so at least I saw a check, so oh. I held one. Okay, all right, well, okay, I'll, I'll go with that. But Doug Flutie, meeting Doug Flutie would have been cooler. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. way cooler. But but, but seeing about? you holding your giant check was cool enough for me. I mean, I'm going to take that. Oh, I appreciate that. Living vicariously through me, I like that. I like and, that. And, and Wheels for Water is, once again, the social cause for Howe. So yes. so they're doing it like you walk right in the exhibition hall, and, and you see a, a cause that's promoted by a design firm yeah. and that's trying to give back, and, and it's trying to inspire others to give back as well. Yeah, for sure. And really, all jokes aside, I know we kid around a lot, but Howe Live has been so incredibly gracious to us. You know, they allowed us to have this booth. And uh, they're supporting us, and it's just to have a community come together and, and see what we can do uh, to raise money for a safe water project in Uganda is, um, well, it's humbling, all jokes aside. It's, it's incredible. And, and you guys were here two years ago with kind of the similar thing, but you guys have upgraded your bikes. Like, like the, oh, the bikes yeah. before looked like stationary bikes I think I had as a kid. Yeah, these, are like, these are like real stationary bikes. This is the, this is the Peloton bike, so they're the top of the line. The other bikes we had were great. You could like pedal them, and then they would generate like a, you know, a record player. Yeah, and you and you heard a lot of Michael Jackson Thriller that day. I only, I only have four four vinyl time. My collection has since grown, but besides the point, uh, we wanted people to enjoy the experience more. You can ride a Peloton bike. You can pick what scene you want to ride through, like highway. Yeah, there's like there's like a, a video display where it looks like you're on a trail here, right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Come on, nothing but the best for how life. Okay, well, we look forward to it. What's what's the goal? What is what is Wheels for Water doing now? Because you said you said in 2017, you're you're going coast to coast. Yeah, so we're going to ride from San Diego to Jacksonville in 10 days on a relay. So it's 100 miles each rider. So it's, there's three riders, 300 miles a day. So I'm, and and you're one of the riders. Yes, and I'm going to ride 1,000 miles in 10 days. And our hope is to get our grand total for this year to 200,000, which would give us a four-year total of. Um, helping over 10,000 Africans get fresh water. All right, we look forward to it. People can go, uh, they can go to wheels, the number four water.org for more information or to help the cause. Yes, thank you so much. All right, we'll check in with you later in the conference. Justin, always great to see you. Thanks, Donovan. All right, we're now at the Designation Lab booth at designation.io, and I have with me Mike Josie. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Donovan, how are you doing? Last I saw you, you were at the IGA, and you've since moved to, to, the, to Designation. How's it going? It's going great. I uh, moved to Chicago, too, and getting no longer terrified of snow, which is always a good thing. But it's good. We have been around for three years now, and I've been here at Designation for about two. And we're just here introducing people to UX UI design boot camps. And what, what do they get out of a boot camp? Like, if, if someone wants to go to UI UX boot camp, like, where do they have to go? Is it all in Chicago? Or what do they and what do they get out of it? Yeah, so our program is six months end to end. The first six weeks are a standalone module. If you want to learn the basics of UX or UI, that's a great opportunity to do that. It's pretty low key, low pressure. But then if you want to do the entire boot camp, you have to come to our campus in Chicago. We're in the world famous Merchandise Mart. And it's an immersive program. It's somewhere between a design studio from college and a professional environment where we're working with live clients, doing portfolio prep, so everybody does case studies and resumes and stuff. A lot of teamwork, a lot of soft skills prep, just the whole experience of really being a professional, getting that all in about six months. Oh, wow. Wow. So that, so it's pretty intensive then. Um, oh, it's more than intense. Yeah. We've had a few we've had a few crying spells. We have a lot of napping, uh, spontaneous napping that goes on in the uh, during the day. 
But for the most part, yeah, we want to make sure that this is an experience that people get a lot out of. They don't do a two-year program, a four-year program, or even an, one of those online programs that it's really hard to engage with over time and get a lot out of it. So we figure that that studio environment of coming here, coming in person, being around 22, 23 other people who are just like you is going to be the best way to learn and really immerse yourself in that experience. There's also something about getting those people that are like you that kind of creates a network so that when you're done with the program, you have other people you can kind of reach out to or they've kind of gone through the same thing that might have the same questions or that might have found the answers you were looking for. Absolutely, and that's a big part of being a designer, as you and I both know through AIGA, through other professional associations, conferences like this. When you meet people who are going through a similar situation, no matter how short, it does create a, a common ground, a place that you can build a relationship off of. And we do find that our alums stay close for years. They refer jobs to each other. They come work together. Some of them get into romantic relationships. I mean, it's really awesome to see the closeness develop in that environment where they've survived that experience of being in a boot camp and they're now prepared to go out in the world. We do encourage them to stick together, be, you know, be close, be communicative, and really be a good resource for each other. And, and on your booth here, you've got everyone writing things on sticky notes, and I'm sure by the end of the week this, this wall will be completely covered. What is it, what is it that, that I need to write down on these things, and, and what is it that you want people to take from, from all your just pile of different colored post-its? So uh, obviously in a UX environment, uh, post-its are the holy grail. They're, they're used all the time. Post-its and Sharpies here are a giant pile. We want people to tell us what's next for them. That might be career-focused. That might be personal. If they're visiting Chicago, we want them to tell us if they're going to try some pizza or go to the Cubs game or do something else. Uh, whatever's next for them in whatever environment, we want to know about that because we can talk about it, we can give them some tips, and we want to see how people respond to that question, what's next. All right, well, well we, will, we will hopefully check in at the end of the week and see what is next. And because I have no idea. I am not the one to ask. But, but thank you, Mike, for your time, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Donovan. All right. And I made it back to the Nina Paper booth where I have with me Christine Taylor from Hallmark. Christine, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And what, how's Hallmark doing? I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys do all sorts of pop culture. You guys got a pop culture podcast. Thank you for putting my tree on it. It's very exciting. <laughs> yes. You're welcome, of course. Yeah, it's, it's not really a podcast. It's a video series, although we talk enough that people think it should be a podcast now. Um, oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> but yeah, no, we just started convention season. We just went to Star Wars Celebration, which is fantastic, and then just went to our local convention this last weekend, so I've been a very busy girl. Yeah, you, you always go to the cool conventions. Like, they, they always involve, ner involve <laughs> us nerds, I'm always a little jealous. I see it on Facebook, and I'm like, ah, oh, she's going to the cool conventions. Not that how's bad, no, but, no, but there's no Darth Vader's here. Right. We, we couldn't change that. I mean, I could start bringing characters to the design convention. I can merge those worlds. At least that's what I hope to do, you know, what, why I'm here. Yeah, and, and you're, you're speaking tomorrow. What is your talk on? It's called The Art of Connecting Through Pop Culture. So it takes you a little bit into what I do daily, but also kind of where Hallmark's been in regards to license and pop culture product in general. Is it hard to keep on the forefront, or do you just turn on and see what commercials are playing and just go from there? <laughs> No, I mean, uh, commercials aren't even viable anymore. You have I don't, I don't watch them. It's great. You no, know, it's like now fans are creating stuff organically on the internet constantly, and so I think that's what's great about going to comic conventions is that you hear firsthand and see what's going on firsthand in pop culture, right with the people that are consuming it. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing it, and, and we always, always love seeing what Hallmark's doing. So. 
Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, thanks for getting and having a Star Wars tree with our ornaments. Oh, it, it's, 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 it's a crutch, but I love it. It, it. it is one thing I really collect and I look forward to. All right, and we're going to wrap up. We got, we got Mike Miller with us. Mike, how, how has day one of How been for you? Oh, it's been incredible. Started off really early with some great sessions with Debbie Millman talking about how to, how to have courage in what you do and in how courage is more important than confidence and how you have to have courage to take risks in your career, in your designs, in just about everything you do as a creative. And, and what are you looking forward to the rest of the week? Like, what's, what's the big thing that you said, I need, I need to go see this? I like a lot of the in-house stuff, which is really cool. So I think it's going to be, you know, an incredible, there's just an incredible lineup. I, I, it's, it's hard-pressed to pick out one thing. Yeah, they got like 60 speakers here. It's insane. It's out of control. It's out of control. All right, well, with that, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And, uh, Mike, we'll, we'll catch up with you soon. All right, sounds good. The Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Beery is hosted at 36point.com. Music by Dustlab. Find out more at myspace.com slash dustlab. Thank you.